Hello and welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley McRobert. This is a podcast all about reality television. That it is, Nick. And on this particular podcast, we will be recapping the challenge season 33, War of the Worlds. Episode 13, Final Destination. That's right, folks. It's episode 13. And my noggin tells me that we are very close to a final. We very are. Very close. It's right around the corner, y'all. I mean, he did mention that it's coming up soon during this episode, but before that ash you can tell the blowhards i was like you know what it's episode 13 i bet you in two episodes we get a final am i right or am i right nick you're 100 percent right yes folks this is a good episode and we want you to enjoy our recap but first i would love for you to go ahead and scroll down to the bottom of the apple podcast app and rate this podcast five friggin stars give us those stars write a little something nice a little review it would help this podcast immensely and we thank you for it we and, do and now Let's begin. So this episode started off in classic challenge fashion with a last week on. And we were just reminded of the high, maybe slash low points of last week where Nani went home, Georgia stayed, Turbo and Natalie, they fought. Man, couldn't show us this footage enough, huh? And then Polly and Kyle, we ended last week's episode on the cliffhanger of whether or not Polly would volunteer himself to go onto the killing floor and send Kyle home and Ashley um, during that little cliffhanger between the last week on and uh, the commercial before we jumped in today's episode Ashley you asked me is he going to do it do you think Paulie's going to recommend himself throw himself in there that's what I asked and I said yes as long as they allow it Mm. because they had never said that like oh and by the way if you just want to disrupt this whole game and throw yourself in well you can go ahead and do that they never said that it hasn't happened on this on this season and so I assumed that you couldn't really do that and if and I thought that Paulie might have known that you couldn't really do that Mm -hmm. and then thrown himself in as a safe bet but what what ended up happening ash Polly did not throw himself in and this girl right here was not surprised yeah it felt all wrong i just don't think Polly's that stupid to go into the killing floor when he's so close to the final i mean to do it at any point during this game is stupid right i mean but to particularly do it in episode 13 right you're two apps away from the final it's bad you know you have Kara in there your girlfriend telling you not to do it you know that you probably shouldn't do it but there's a storyline on the line here you Mm -hmm. know what i mean and honestly a storyline that uh will we ever see the end to who knows probably not we're Um, gonna be watching these three when we're 50 people now it's not um because of a lack of an opening because Wes literally stops everybody and goes, okay, so now there's a time if anybody wants to just jump in there. On the killing floor, yes, yes. Before when TJ says, cast your votes, Tribunal, Wes is like, one second, Tej. Yeah. Uh, just want to check with Polly and see if he's been bluffing this whole time. Yeah, hey, go ahead and get in there. Hey, Polly, is this just like a classic you creating a storyline situation? It seems like a headbanger or whatever you yeah. called it. You hall know. brawl. That's so, what we know. So we know that it's a hall brawl. And what happened? Oh, you're right. Wes did say this is a headbanger. This is the time to do it. If you're going to call someone in. Well, he's also saying like, it's not going to be like, you're not going to be doing a puzzle off. Like you guys will actually find out who's the better man as far as toughness goes. Yes. Polly, jump in there, my man. So the tribunal votes go as this. Davon votes for Hunter, Wes, Theo, Natalie, Kyle, Turbo, Kyle, Georgia, Kyle, Polly, 
Kyle. Looks like Kyle's going in there, folks. Kyle, you're going in. Here's just one last theory about Polly volunteering himself. I think this whole tribunal knew the whole time that Kyle was going in. And so Polly was like, well, I've got to play with my storyline a little bit. I'm going to uh, flirt this idea. I'm going to put this idea out there just for a little extra camera time. No, I think he thought he might have done it. And then when he actually came down to doing it, he was like, fuck, man, I can't do this. Mm. This is stupid. He came to his senses. Yes. A classic coming to your senses situation. Kyle goes down to the killing floor and he calls out Theo. Come on, Theo. Get on down here. Let's have a, bra- a battle of the Brits. Mm-hmm. This is Hall Brawl. It's a uh, it's a see-through hallway that you want run through and you hope to uh, beat your partner to the other side so you can ring a bell. And the reason why it's called Hall Brawl is because there is a brawl that well, happens. It doesn't, you don't have to brawl. I mean, uh, it seems as though if you can just evade your... How is that possible though? Hop the hall, over his ass. The hall is hop so Hop over his ass. And I think, we've, I think we've seen this before believe we've seen somebody literally hurdle a person and run mm. to the other side in that a challenge. That sounds familiar, the past actually. Maybe four seasons or so. I mean, I remember, I think I remember what did, I think Zach lost pretty painfully on this yeah. challenge once. Hunter did a good job, um, right? Hunter might, and I think I remember Listen CT. Just, I think I remember CT well, lighting people up in this. I'm sure thing. they made this for CT. Who, who are you right now? I'm just saying the producers definitely made this for CT. Uh, I don't know. I, I think it's made to literally cause some sort of concussions because there's no real way to go. Unless you can hop somebody, you're just going to smash headfirst into the person. And thank God that hallway is see-through because we got to see every second of it. While TJ is explaining the game to the guys, though, Theo is smiling throughout. Theo is giddy. We know that Kyle's injured, right? He talks about yeah. his broken knee. Poor Kyle. They go into this hall. They fight, and Kyle rings the first bell. Yes. Basically, at this point, Kyle goes low. So Kyle goes low. He Mm kind of picks up Theo a little bit, pushes him back a few yards, enough to where when they actually break, Kyle has a good head start Mm -hmm. and beats him with about that amount of space. I mean, it would have been tied if they were if it was a race. It, it, he didn't beat him by that much. We're talking milliseconds. No, we're talking like maybe a second and a half. I'm saying half a second. <laughs> I don't think so. Turbo says to um, Theo, this is wrestling, not running. If you don't listen to me, you're going to lose. And that's a pretty direct threat right there. I mean, uh, and you kind of want to uh, uh, pay attention to uh, Turbo. He seems to know what he's talking about. Also, um, he seems to look at uh, challenges... Um, in a smarter way than and some of the other contenders and contestants on is this show. Is he not a secret agent? No, he's just from a he tougher land be. than us. Yeah, is that uh, what's going on? Yeah, he's. I believe he's from Turkey. I well, mean, they're like a millionaire needs to hire him to do their dirty work because the sure dude is good. I mean, didn't he tie somebody up on a plane once? Yeah, I but mean, that was for the greater good. But what I was saying before is, uh, if we go back to the challenge where they were just uh, the challenge in which him, uh, D, and Natalie Ninja Natalie got into a big fight over that. Wrecking ball or whatever it was where they're throwing trash into a trash can um he and wes were the two people that realized it wasn't a foot race it's Mm -hmm. about weight so just pick as much stuff up as you can and make less trips yes he's he's analyzing it and seeing what it is actually he's playing smart he's playing smart and he's doing this with this he's like dude it's not a foot race it really is a wrestling match Mm -hmm. can you pick this guy up drag him a few yards and then run yeah um and he tells theo that and theo heeds his advice and goes low next 
next time. And it's a real struggle Ooh. for this second Ooh, one. Ooh, this was hard. Um, also, this was a very turbo-heavy episode. That should it's be It's been a turbo-heavy, like, two or three episodes. This one felt extra turbo. This one felt extra turbo, starting with this as well. Because when this elimination started, we got Turbo saying, I'm excited now. Even things he's not involved in, he is the star of. Yeah, he's big. He's big on this show. It's too bad. It's tough to understand what he's saying. <laughs> Sometimes yeah, that's tough. He's not making much sense. They are using a lot of uh, little subtitles for him. So this second one, they brawl, they brawl, they brawl. And uh, what? What were you Kyle saying? Kyle loses his helmet. Yeah. Why did they not stop this on the second part? I'm so confused. How is that not a reset? You're literally, you're, someone's going to get a concussion. Like well, Nick they don't said. have to smash their heads. So Someone could smash your head, though, in that situation. Uh, you you're know, wrestling against, like plexiglass no i think that's fine i think what you really need that helmet for is the initial impact for lowering your head and smacking each uh, other's heads mm-hmm. once you guys are just in a wrestling match i don't know if you're gonna get enough speed or torque to hit your head against the, i mean the, the walls are close you know well, not- it seems silly to me theo wins the second round then the third round is so close i really was pulling for kyle but he lost he did lose, uh, and I mean, they put up a good battle. Apparently, he was saying that he can feel his his uh, knee tearing apart at the well, moment. Well, Theo was and, like pulling his leg, and when yeah. you know, it's like I don't I don't buy that he had a, an injury. I kind of feel like if he had a real bad injury, like like a bad knee injury, they would have stopped it. It's, it wasn't like he wasn't talking about it incessantly. Yeah. They would have stopped and they would have done something in which they were like, hey, I don't know if you can compete. You know, they do that all the time on this show for, yeah. for certain things. Liability. A big knee injury? Come on, dog. Yeah. I also feel like that he is smart enough and weaselly enough to know, like, let these people think I'm a layup in the in the actual uh, final, mm-hmm. so they want to keep me around. Yeah, well, that's what he did his first season. Yeah, it's smart. He's constantly trying to work angles like this, mm-hmm. and I believe this is just one of those angles. Wow, and he limped off that killing floor. He played up that knee big time. Listen, did- if you're gonna play the knee, you play you sell that fucking knee. He didn't limp onto the killing floor. Yeah, but um, you know, it was sad to see Kyle go. I- I've enjoyed him. He's Somehow he's become one of my faves. Kyle's this charming. He's fun to watch. I enjoy him. Even though he's wrapped up in this god awful storyline, it does feel as though he's trying to break away from it a little bit. Yes. They wouldn't allow him to in this. I, I thought I was going to have some sort of a uh, romance with him and uh, Maddie. It seems like they hooked up a little when they were partners, when they first became partners, and maybe just became friends after that. Because Who knows? They won't show us the footage. Yeah, but they're also not showing Maddie like really that upset of him leaving. Like a little bit like your yeah. friend and somebody that could have voted your way. They're making buddies yeah but it just didn't seem like they had any romantic interest in one another once it was all said and done tj says goodbye to kyle and he says it was a pleasure and you know what that warms my cold dead heart then we get a little interview with Kara, and she's like yeah he played with heart on the killing floor but behind every crazy woman is a man who made her that way And I'm guessing she's the crazy woman in question. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I'm. I'm. Oh, wait, I take it back. I'm happy Kyle left. Hopefully, this will now they'll stop talking about him. No way, not a chance in hell. I mean, he left literally like go, saying "fuck you, Polly," and Polly laughing and being like, "I'll see you again." Like it's yeah, it's this hokey ass bullshit where Polly and Kyle like clearly don't even dislike each other that much. They sort of hit the lottery yeah. with this line because they can just take it. Like they can take this uh, feud onto multiple seasons, and I they guess. they have like a an agreement.
agreement or something. Honestly, I probably wouldn't have. I'd have. I wouldn't have one of them back next challenge. Polly. Yeah, it's just what I mean. Polly will probably win the. Uh, will probably win the final. Oh, you think? Yeah, he's gonna I win do. This season? I, I do. I mean, Robo. I mean, Turbo. Jesus. There must be somebody in a RoboCop. Yeah. Is that what I'm thinking? Of course. Turbo uh, maybe will actually win this thing, but if not, it's going to be Polly easy. So I, mm. I don't know. I, I I feel like if he wins, he could not want to come back. I think Kara wins. Nah, I, I think Polly could beat Kara in most things. Okay, guys, we didn't mean to get into a conjecture little segment of the podcast. I mean, it's but... not even guaranteed that Polly's going to be there, so we don't know what the hell is going to go on. That's true. Um. So anyway, yeah. I'd like to point out though that with Kyle going home and Nani going home the week before, Wes is down two allies. Yeah, but they're not talking about him at this point really at all. So I don't think there's any problem, at least as this episode goes. You know, you said last episode was very turbo heavy. I think it was more Wes heavy. We didn't get much of Wes this episode. Just putting that out there. That takes us to the kitchen. Cara, Polly, uh, the kitchen in the house, of course, after the elimination. Cara, Polly, Georgia, and Theo are talking. I don't really understand what the point of this conversation is besides filler and that a fly lands on Polly's forehead at one moment and I enjoyed it. They left that in there on purpose <laughs> and I say thank you. The purpose of this scene is to watch Kara and Polly gloat uh, over mm. the absence of Kyle. Mm. And that's all it is. I mean, we have uh, Turbo eating an omelet in this scene. Uh, I'm always interested in what they're chewing on, so <laughs> that's fun for me. But it's just Polly and Kara. They're kind of laughing at with one another and then cuts to interviews of them talking shit about Kyle in a certain way. Um, okay. And th- I mean, that's all this is. So that brings us to the morning. We're still in the kitchen. We have Theo talking to Natalie D. She's just saying to him, like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, Turbo's still mad at me. I tried to apologize. This is all, like, really bumming me out. And then this was the beginning of the footage of the Natalie D. Turbo situation from last week that they showed us multiple times throughout this episode. We get it. They had a fight. Yeah, but at at this point, I mean, you're a smart enough challenge viewer to know that they're showing you this over and over again because it may have implications on of course. the rest of the episode. It's a set up. That takes us to the bunks where Georgia, Turbo, and Theo are talking about milk. Turbo loves milk. So Georgia brings a, cu- a bunch of four cups, teacups, into that room. And then... Um, we have Turbo talking about milk and about how his dad mm, loves milk, milk. Hot milk. And that he loves milk. And is do you think all of them had cups of milk? Or do you think no. it was just... I think it was just it Turbo. It was just him drinking milk. And he mm-hmm. says, that's why I am so strong. Yeah. that. Uh, then we cut to... Um, oh, wait. Then Turbo says he wants Natalie and Dee to both go in. He By wants the to way, stress them out. Let me go back really quick. Okay. Milk is fucking disgusting. Mm. Anybody, any person over the age of three eating a, drinking a glass of milk, I condemn thee. It is it, an odd move. It is gross. And yeah. I, I know there was probably at one point where I was eat, drinking milk, and I think, it, I'm sure it was after the age of three I was dipping them Oreo, Oof, dipping yeah. them's Oreos in there. I wouldn't do it now. Can you imagine just a cup of milk and drinking it? No, I, I honestly it? cannot. Can you fucking imagine that? I honestly cannot. Okay, let me add, add this to it. It's now warm. Well, that's a cappuccino. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you- I do like a latte. <laughs> yeah. I do like a latte, but I don't drink regular lattes ever. Right. I drink almond milk lattes. Yes. And they cost fourteen fifty. Okay. Let's get back to this challenge. Um, that takes us to the daily, which is called Crash Landing. This challenge, it is uh, such a huge part of this challenge is psychological because you're in a plane. You're made to feel like you're in a plane with turbulence and you have to solve Turbulence. a puzzle. Uh huh. Good job, Nick. You have to solve a puzzle uh, as this plane gets rocked back and forth. There are sprinklers, there are alarms, and your puzzle is on your tray. It's held there by magnets, which is very cool. And then once you finish your puzzle, you jump off this uh, turbulent plane, and the first guy and the first girl who jump off are going straight to the final. I can't tell if this thing actually spins 360. I don't think it did because they just had little seat belts on their um, yeah, covering their they laps. They definitely weren't upside down. I think they would do like they go would go sideways. So they're all very freaked out about this. Yeah. Um, it's fun. TJ is dressed like a pilot. He's loving it. And he's giving everybody their boarding passes. Yes, he is by name. And when Kara gets up, she's like, what do we have to do this? And, and then when he hands it to her, instead of saying her name, he goes, here goes, here's for the complainer. Yes. Uh, which I think is funny that he's just like, stop complaining all the time. He has like picked on Kara in the past. Do you remember last season? They grew up together, basically. Yeah, is I mean, that what's they, going they, on? I mean, they've been on the show for so long. Does TJ like Kara? Yeah, of course. I mean, she's a, she's a fucking champ, for yeah. crying out loud. TJ loves champs. So when they actually strap in and get in there, everybody's kind of freaking out about this. My question about this entire thing, because they, 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 it, it, it spins around. They have to complete the puzzle and jump in, as Ashley said. Now, these puzzle pieces, yes, they are magnetized but only on one side and you do see moments in which puzzle pieces are slipping out of people's hands because not only is the is the plane rocking and rotating um but bells and whistles are and alarms are going off and and sprinklers sprinklers. somebody must have had to must have dropped a puzzle piece and it flew across the plane yeah but you're belting in and I, i guess they just would get up and get them maybe they would pause it and no, someone would no, run out. They would and not. Get it? They would not pause it. But here's the thing: it must have been okay to just take your belt off and go because that's what you would do when you would complete it anyway. Yeah, they, they were in no danger of hurting themselves, at least from what we could see, by taking their belt off and walking down the aisle. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It would it would rock like a buccaneer ride, but uh, it 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 would. I I just I wanted to see somebody lose a puzzle piece yeah. and have to jump over two rows to get it. Now when we you know, saw have, some have action footage, it did look piece. like a puzzle piece flew off. It we did, saw but we never like saw a, anybody go a get montage them. of of action clips, but no one getting up and getting right. Them. We didn't see that, and I feel like that that must have happened, and that would have added some fun to it. I, I'm disappointed we didn't see any of that. I agree. Um, so after all is said and done here, I would say this isn't as exciting as I thought it was going to be. I was very pumped about this. But once again, no one's flipping around, no tears. People are pretty calm when they do this. They seem, actually, I totally disagree. I think people are freaking out. Kara says this is fucked up and traumatic. Like every- I'm talking about when it actually goes, when we start. Yeah, this is people, all pre stuff. T- she says that when they're in the plane and it's rocking back and forth. She says this is fucked up and traumatic for a bunch of people. Devon is freaking out. Maddie's hands are shaking. If you go look at Maddie, her hands are shaking. People are having this is a psychologically terrifying game. To us, the viewer, the stakes don't look that high. But like you've been on a plane and it's had turbulence and now it's like that times ten. Like I would be I would so say it's freaked. that minus three. 
because you're really going to die. You're really going to die. Yeah. Well, in, I wouldn't trust and this is like the challenge people. And I would be scared that that plane is going to, something's going to break and we're all going to go f- fall into the water <laughs> and we're going to drown. Because let's not forget that Tony ruptured his spleen. That yeah, was on Tony. Leroy no. got his head knocked off and was unconscious <laughs> underwater. People are, the fact that someone hasn't died on a challenge yet is shocking no well yeah it is shocking but i i just don't find this to be scarier than actually being in the air you know i mean being in the air turbulence it's a little different i think i don't know i i think this was a lot of hubbub for really not that much i'm just saying what they showed us what they showed us of the actual challengers being challenged during this challenge i don't think that it was as exciting as it God, possibly could i could, could not have been. disagree more as someone who is terrified of flying i felt that anxiety well there when you I was go watching because it. you're terrified of it me yeah. i'm not scared of that and so it seems like a controlled fun thing honestly it seemed like a ride you would an experience ride you would get at like disney world called like plane crash mm. and then you'd be like oh this is crazy but kind of fun you know what i mean it 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 wasn't i don't know it just i was really excited for this to the point where i was think when they were introducing it and the whole lead up to it i was thinking like finally we're not like driving a monster truck in a circle you know what i mean mm-hmm. i mean yes it's another freaking puzzle component to, to this thing which is like how many puzzles plus craziness do we have to have during dailies it's too much on this season but I was like, oh, this is going to be crazy. People are going to be flipping around. And they and they weren't. I, I just think it should have gone 360, I mm. think, is what I was expecting. I think I, I needed people to see zero gravity where puzzle pieces were like floating in front of them. Okay. And that's what I thought we were going to get. And it really wasn't. It was kind of like just rocking. Mm-hmm. And and I don't know. It seems like people completed it pretty quickly. If, you know. But I guess, Ashley, go through how, how this kind of ended up. First person out was Turbo, followed by Kara, then Polly, and then Wes. Um, after Wes gets out, he's the fourth, we get a, f- a shot of Kara just sort of obsessing about whether or not her puzzle is right. Because you don't know once you've completed your puzzle if it's right. You just jump out of the plane and you hope to God that it's right. So, uh, excuse me if you mentioned this and I didn't, but do, did we talk about the true stakes, the added stakes yes. to this? Yeah, that so, the first guy and the first girl go straight to the they final. They go straight to the final. And uh, the reason Kara is freaking out is normally when you finish a puzzle in one of these things, they throw their hands up and they go, check. And then, you know, it seems like TJ checks, but clearly somebody else runs over and checks. Uh, The added anticipation here that you need to have everybody finish out to figure out even if you placed where you think you placed. At this point, Kara being the first girl who jumps out the plane, she thinks she might go straight to the final, but she does not know if she got that puzzle right. I also noticed that when Kara finishes the puzzle, she does something that nobody else does. The puzzle is placed on the tray that you're supposed to keep upright while the plane is in motion or whatever. And what she does is she completes the the puzzle and then she puts her tray back and locks it in. Nobody else did. Everybody else kind of just jumped up and ran. Now that's an oh that's a veteran move right there. Uh, it, it's a like hey this thing's gonna be rocking. I don't want it to the challenge to be over and then they check my piece and like my puzzle flipped all over the. Oh, place. I thought she was doing it so that other challengers didn't see the f- completed puzzle. You, I wasn't thinking about that. That could be a hundred. Uh, that because may you know be how why they she usually did, yep, mess, they usually up the mess it up. You're yeah. right. You're absolutely right so because I think they did she not check. It. Yeah. That's because 
because someone could have stood up at some point when it's totally. like not rocking. Totally, I I had thought it was like no, let's secure this son of a bitch no, to I make think sure it didn't Cara rock, just flip knows. around. She knows people are sneaky. She now, knows nobody the tricks did of the trade. It didn't seem like anybody did. Well, that. someone could have, and we well, don't no, know. No, I mean, well, somebody could have. You're yeah. right, but like you think like when Maddie or Devon yeah. or Theo were sitting there. Um, and who else didn't finish it? Hunter. Did, yeah. All these people did not finish it. Time ran out. They did not finish it. Mm-hmm. Um, that So the next person out, number five, is Natalie, then Georgia, then D. Um, D finishes her puzzle and cannot jump out of this airplane. She's freaking out. And one of my favorite moments of this season is Maddie encouraging her. Maddie is still in the running. Maddie's still trying to finish her puzzle. And she's literally taking a break from her puzzle to tell D to jump. I yeah, thought that was, was nice. it, it's just such a human moment mm-hmm. on this show. And we don't get many human moments. It was good stuff. Um, but eventually she does jump out. Um, she doesn't want to jump because it combines her two crazy feet which is heights and water by the way don't go on the challenge if you don't like heights and water it's just a a a big thing you know what go on the challenge make it a storyline you won't be the first person to do it um theo maddie and hunter and davon as nick said don't make it we get a great little sound clip here from hunter where he says i'm so sick of sucking at puzzles this guy cannot solve a puzzle i can't puzz he really can't i'll tell you what don't go on the challenge if you can't solve a puzzle yeah there's something to be said there so TJ comes and he says the top guy is Turbo and the top girl is drumroll please. Cara Maria. Yep. So it did. The chips fell where they fell, folks. They fell. And apparently those two human beings are going to go straight to the final. They will skip the next ch- elimination and go straight to the goddamn final, which confirms for me that in two episodes, we got a final, folks. That's what's happening. I wonder if it'll be a two-parter. Um, God, I hope it's a two-parter. They don't really do two-parters for finals anymore. Mm. So the the person joining them in the tribunal will be Polly. Polly's going to be the third of a very important tribunal. Yes. And uh, boy, oh boy, the people who are not happy about this are Ninja, Natalie, and D. They're back at the house and they are betting on which one of them Turbo's going to vote in. They're betting bottles of wine uh, that he's going to call my name. No, he's going to call my name. Oh, no, he's going to call my name. Then it cuts to Turbo doing what, Nick? Something you were shocked to see. Cuts to Turbo by himself and he is. He's playing cards, folks. Playing with some cards. What's up with that? So he has, he has a playing deck of cards and we were under the impression that they got rid of all that stuff. No cards in the house. No cards, no books. Books, no phones, no TVs. No, not even crosswords. Yeah. The only thing you can bring in is a Bible if you claim it as a religious, you know, part mm-hmm. of your religion. Definitely not cards. Now, uh, I, I, uh, I wonder if they changed it up for the international people, you know? Or I bet they did. Yeah. I bet you have these these people from the UK coming over being like, we got to have cards. Uh, it's part of my religion. Yeah. Bear's poker. like, I'm Polly D in England. I did forget about, you know, we didn't bring this up because there was the poker scene in which yes. Bear jumped on that table. I should have noticed wow. that then. Yeah. But yeah. Playing cards. That takes us to the nominations. Um Kara, you know, she says, I can't vote for D or Maddie. I made an, uh, an agreement with them. Nice to see her holding that up. 
Polly, he's like, you know what? I can't vote for Davon. I'm going to vote for D. Turbo picks Natalie. And then Kara does, she's torn between Davon and Georgia. And I really, really thought she was going to um, pick Georgia over Davon. But she decides to pick Davon. And I'm bummed about it. So, like, her whole thing was like, hey, Davon, she's been working with my boyfriend. I really like her. And we did a season together. And most importantly, she's an American. And I'm on Team USA, bro. But Georgia's such a firecracker. I love her. This is exactly what she did to Leroy over Kyle. This is exactly this is the same thing. Do you think she's thing. fucking Georgia? No, I don't think she's oh, fucking okay. Georgia, even though that would be a fun twist. But it's just her, like, you know, picking someone she thinks is, like, fun and fresh over someone who has she's actually has a history with. Mm. Not into it. Takes us to tribunal court. Natalie comes in. She um she tries to talk to Turbo. Doesn't really work. D comes in. She I don't know. Tries to talk to Turbo. Doesn't really work. Davon comes in. She's she's like I don't have any makeup. I didn't do my hair. This is all me. And I would never say any of your names. And they're like we're not gonna say yours. Also, I believe that um. This is where, yeah, this is where Turbo basically looks at Davon and says, this is not yours. This is for other people. You are not the girls who I want to hold accountable for all of the stress that has happened to my family based on the fact that they yelled at me for 10 seconds three or four weeks ago. Nick, how do you feel about this? Like this whole grudge holding thing to it's me crazy. is like, it is just like bumming me out. It's making me, yeah. I was really liking turbo, but I'm like, now I'm like, grow up, dude. Come on. Seems like how everybody feels about it. Like even his allies are like, Oh, turbo. I wouldn't fuck with you, man. You're a nut. And he's like, yes, I will break you. Yeah. It's just like, a I will fuck you. What? Oh, yeah, what he said to Hunter. <laughs> I will fuck. I will fuck you. I will fuck you, Hunter. Um, that's Then it brings us to the night in the house, and Dee pulls Turbo over to talk. There's a real attempt to make things better, and I can't tell if she does or not. And then she's talking to Natalie, and she says, I don't think he's going to say my name. I think he's going to say David. I, I think that, I mean, I'm not really in either of these p parties' camps. You yeah, know, um, same. Ninja Natalie D or Turbo. Same. They they do keep doing D pretty dirty. <laughs> That's fun to say. Um, doing D pretty dirty. Uh, yeah. On uh, as far as edits go, um, where they just keep showing D screaming at Turbo, uh, where Turbo's like, "Why is she yelling at me like this?" And then uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was a new Turbo. I and haven't then, heard that one. And then before. D is like, D is like. You're getting aggressive. Why are you so aggressive? You're yeah. And, and she's just like, Turbo's sitting on a stump. Yeah. You know, and D is like, have finger in his face screaming that Turbo is being aggressive. Yeah. If there, I wonder if we didn't see something on here because D really should take the brunt of this and just be like, listen, like I flipped out. My adrenaline was off the hook. I see my friend. She's crazy. I jumped. But to isn't her she doing that? Isn't no. that what we've seen her do? She keeps saying, why are you holding a grudge against me? We were friends. We were friends. Yeah. That seems to be her defense rather than just owning up to the fact that like, it's an argument between partners that was really misguided on Natalie Natalie's portion of it because mm -hmm. they ended up 
getting in the tribunal when she was like crying and throwing a fit about how basically uh, Turbo fucked it all up for their team when that was not the case. He was right. Yeah. Um, and it seems like Ninja Natalie took it upon herself to apologize over and over again. I'm sorry I fucked up. I'm sorry I fucked up. And I do feel like Turbo should have let her off the hook pretty yeah. quickly. But Natalie never did that. She even doubled down when they were out out for drinks and even at this point she uh, maybe she just doesn't recall d never did that d never did that yeah maybe she just doesn't recall what she had said to him and how aggressive it was and not her business and yes it was not a good luck they were and she's at this point when she's trying to talk it out with turbo she's like we were friends like we were your closest girlfriends yeah tent we were in the tent together and it's like okay well if that's the case then why did you get on my fucking case like that? That's yeah. not what I would be thinking if I was Turbo. Like, you just met Ninja Natalie. Like, okay, you're closer friends with her than me. That's fine. But, like, if I'm your closest guy friend, like, maybe you should have let me off the hook. Or, and because even D was saying, like, I saw my two friends fight. It's like, no, 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 no. That's not how it went. You went immediately, took up for Natalie, yeah. and did not take up for me. You didn't try to mediate it. You weren't the yeah. arbiter here. You just started screaming in my face. And yeah, maybe Turbo's a nutcase and should kind of just let it roll off the back of the uh, back of him. But he didn't. But I, I just kind of feel like D is the ultimate person to blame in this entire situation. I feel like no one looks good in this situation except for maybe Natalie. But like, I don't know. I can't tell. I, I, I'm, I, God. leave it to the challenge. You know. I will leave it to the freaking challenge I will. to make to drag out a storyline that just makes me kind of feel blah. Yeah. Well, you know, we won't drag this out any longer. Let's move on. That brings us to the killing floor, y'all. It is time for the elimination. TJ goes, Tribunal, what are your votes? And then Turbo said, TJ, I've already, I've talked to my two friends. They've apologized. Um, I don't want to talk anymore. My vote goes to D. And at this point, I look at my phone. I realize it's 10 p.m. Eastern time. Um, and we're not going to get another. This is another lopsided episode yep. in which we are getting our elimination up front. And we do not get an elimination. It's like, I know they're not going to do an extra 15 minutes. Why? I mean, why? why are we all effed up like this? Why are we so all effed up? It, it, it bums me out when I realize I'm not going to get an elimination at the end of an episode. Like, yeah, Same. we got one at the beginning, but I barely remember that, you know? Yeah, it feels like a whole different episode. Yeah, as it should. Kara says Davon's name, which I was surprised by. And then Polly says D, it's going to have to be you. Um, that's when Kara says to Turbo, I will never piss you off. D goes down to the killing floor and she says, um, every girl here is someone who I started with except for one. That's Davon. I'm going to call your name out. We learned that they're going to be playing a game called Tug of War. Seems pretty self-explanatory. This game is called <laughs> Tug of War. Here's how it goes. Four people run around a circle. They do push-ups until they can grab the ring. The ring will take them to the space station. <laughs> just kidding. It's just a tug of war where you're, rope. you're on you're on a podium. Mm-hmm. Each person is on like their own little uh, platform, and it seems like you're gonna have to pull that rope until you knock that person off their platform. We don't know what 
what's going to happen and because then, the show ends. No, we do know what's going to happen. We know what's going to happen because production made it so obvious with these exit interviews at the end of this episode. What do you mean? I'm saying the two last interviews on this episode are D saying, I know I'm going to win. And Davon saying, I am screwed. What does that mean to you, Nick? I mean... That means Davon wins. Yeah, that's what you think. That's what you think. That's what it means. Well, she's calling... She also... Davon says that she's kind of... That that, uh, D is stacked. Yeah. Is she stronger? I don't know. She looks... She she does have strong arm muscles. Yeah. I've noticed her arm muscles. Okay. Yeah. But it's just like the way that that's being edited. It's like, you know, D going, I'm definitely going to win. And Davon being like, I'm definitely going to lose. They wouldn't do that if D won, would they? Would they? Nick? I think they would because it's it's we're not going to see that till next week, so we might have forgotten about that. The okay, maybe interviews I'll eat might my be words. totally different. Um, and then the episode ended, and we got to watch as we normally do about thirty seconds of catfish, and it was immediately depressing, and I couldn't turn the phone, <laughs> I couldn't turn the TV off fast enough. God, what? boy, oh boy, will this fat person be duped? That's the that's the name of of uh, of of that show. It should be called, "Hey, we're gonna trick this fat person into being on TV because the other person on the other end of the uh, line is probably not a supermodel." Who's been talking to them on 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 AIM Messenger for six years? Catfish folks. You know um, what? MTV is doing themselves such a disservice by not playing challenge reruns before or after the challenge because I would watch them. Just... They do not replay this show. Why? Not at all. You get Why? it once and that's it. Is there? It's good. That, I, I don't understand because there's not like in reality television, you don't usually get residuals if you're talent. So it's not like if they were playing it, they'd have to pay everybody again. So it's almost they just own these things that people would definitely watch. Why I don't know they why they don't play. It? Why don't they like at two o'clock in the morning just play an entire season of the real world? Yes. Like, I don't I don't get it. I don't know. MTV is so fucked. Um, I feel like we're at the we're in like a new time in television history where they don't do things like that, like all night marathons. Well, they don't do all night marathons, but in in the other turn is is like if you turn on like CMT or VH1 yeah. at like seven o'clock in the morning, they play like Fresh Prince of Bel Air for like four hour blocks. Oh, so they do. They're, they're, they 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 so just it is happening because I think they've realized that people will just stop on certain shows and watch them for a half hour. Yeah, more than other shows, and you know I, maybe they're thinking that no one's going to watch uh, an out of context real world. I tell you what, if this um, you know what episode rolled right into an episode of Real World, we would have kept watching. We would have recorded our podcast later. Absolutely, a hundred percent. I think aspect ratio might have something to do with it. I don't know if they've converted those old real worlds. Oh, into, yeah. They'd have to put blocks on what the TV. What were you going to say? You said you know what the other thing is? That's what I th- was going to say. Oh, the aspect. It just would I look bad. I think they've converted all the Fresh Princes into where it looks good on like flat screen HD TVs. Yeah. And I don't know if you throw on like season eight of the real world that it's going to look it's good gonna on look our TV. It's going to look wonky. It might look wonky. Yeah. Or maybe all the VHS is burned in a fire. Who knows? Folks, that was the episode. As we mentioned before, please give us five stars on the Apple Podcast app. Rate us, please. It helps us immensely. Also, what you can do, 
follow us on Instagram. Uh, oh, wait, we don't have an Instagram. <laughs> follow us on Twitter, Twitter at Reality Blows Pod. Follow us on Gmail at Reality Blows Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, and that's where you can email us any questions, comments, concerns. As you guys know, we do a main episode on Mondays where we just generally talk about reality TV, what we're watching that week, all that good stuff. And we're always looking for recommendations. So hit us at Reality Blows Podcast at gmail.com for all of that. You can follow Ashley on Twitter at Ashley, Ashley B. B. Roberts. You can find me on Instagram. Nick Maritato is my handle. And also, folks, Ashley has put together a little stand-up tour. That's right, y'all. Okay? And that stand-up tour will be hosted by moi. That's right. We're going on tour, folks. Ashley's working out her album. She's going to record her first stand-up comedy album in November, and she's got to get the material going. So she's going to be doing that in June. There are four dates. You can check Ashley's Twitter. Can... I also check Reality Blow's Twitter account because I retweeted myself. Yep. And you can check my Instagram, Ashley's Instagram. You can find all those dates there. Um, and plus, we plug them on Monday. Do you want to just uh, throw out some of the dates? June 15th, we'll be in Philadelphia. June 16th, we'll be in Richmond. June 18th, we'll be in Asheville, North Carolina. And June 19th, we will be in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. Uh, if you're near any of those towns, please check our Twitter or either of our Instagrams or Ashley's Twitter. Yep. And you can see where we will be specifically. Uh, I'm sure uh, you can probably just walk up day of, get tickets at the door. But please do, folks. We want to meet some of the blowhards. If you are planning on going to one of these shows, please email us or DM us or anything. Let we'll us know. We'll bring you a button. We'll bring you a gift because uh, we cherish you guys very much. We really do. You guys make our day slash night. And as always, may TJ dress up in fun costumes for every daily. And may your puzzles have magnets and also not be slippery. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.